Iconic Irish festival Trip to Tip is set to be revived this year. Trip to Tip, which was officially known as Fela, hosted some of Ireland's top gigs throughout the 90s. Now the festival is returning as Fela Classical, curated by News Talk's Tom Dunn. Okay, now we're going to have a little chat on the phone to rock star and radio god Tom Dunn. It's back, the Trip to Tip is back, it's true Fela is coming back. We can get the gang back together and head back down to Central Stadium. Um, it's going to be the stunning, hot out stars, emotional fish yourselves. In a year when the Rolling Stones and Prince had to cancel gigs in old venues, Fela Nighty and Thurlis is doing well so far. Last night, today and tomorrow, thousands of young people are going or on their way there. But what the promoters say is a festival of music of Woodstockian proportions. The Black Velvet Band, Band, Band. So it was just like your parents weren't around. Yeah. You could do whatever you wanted. Yeah. There was a piece going around the internet at the moment of a caller into the Jerry Ryan show, and yeah. they talked to him and say, you know, this fornication, Jerry, going yeah. on, you yeah. know, and wildness in the streets. Most people, I'd say 90% of the people I'd seen were drunk, they were falling all over the place, and people were actually having sex in the open air in the middle of tourists at about one o'clock in the morning. In the middle of no shame. Full no sexual intercourse. If you would put labels on it, it was like the devil's playground. Can you understand it. that there may be some people listening this morning who think that you're describing a fabulous weekend? A little bit of what to expect of Fela. And don't forget the album is out tomorrow and the album is sensational. It really is. Now, before we made the journey down to Thurlis, I caught up with my old friend Ian Dempsey to reminisce about Fela's from bygone eras. Uh, how are you doing, Tom? I'm you very are. well very indeed, good. Ian. Thanks I very much for I was there the first us. year. You were there the first year. We didn't bump into each other though, did we? Uh, we may have, but we may know. not have recognised each other. What's because your memory was, like? My memory, it's all uh, all of them. Like, I mean, I know when it came to about 1995, I didn't go to Cork or something like that. It was it was different. It wasn't really fail anymore. And 96 was in Dublin, I think. Yeah. They just kind of jemmied it together. But uh, the, the early years, they kind of all merge into one, to be honest with you. And uh, But I do remember the first one and just the idea of, this is good. This is this is going to happen. And Michael Lowry standing up on the stage. And there was almost a raffle. And there was almost the bishop coming on at the end. And, uh, you know, it was. but it was magical. And it felt like, God, we've got our own festival now in this country you know it's great you know one of the memories I have which seems strange is that you guys that, and you were the 2FM team yeah. which was Ireland's only music station that's right yes. you had a clear run at it yeah. nobody yeah. taking you on how things have changed eh? none of that's today FM nonsense no, taking you on at all. no, no way no. you guys were the stars that was the thing was <laughs> like, we got to meet you or we got to meet Ray or we got Ray. to meet Tony Fenton yeah I know Tony it was like it was myself Tony wow. and Mike Maloney as well um we had been employed by MCD and at one stage, I'm not sure whether it was the first year, but I think it was the, the second or third year, they actually put a bodyguard onto us. Not, no, not because people were coming up to us, to actually keep us there because we were going off to the bars and we, weren't, <laughs> we had to come back and introduce all the bands and say, no, here's the Pogues. But we were actually going missing. So they actually put somebody on us so we couldn't get lost. So See, to that speak, was part you know? of the magic. Yeah. We, were, we were dropped into that. We had our own dressing room. Yeah. And if you came out of it, well, firstly, yeah. there was the thing I remember, Van making us leave our dressing rooms. Oh, really? When Van came backstage, the dressing yeah. room area had to be deserted. Oh, you weren't allowed he wanted to be alone. Yeah. You weren't allowed to catch Van's eye. My God. And now I understand why. 
I've right. seen lots of interviews with him since. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't. He go the first year. I think he went the second year he as did. well. Yeah. So he obviously liked the vibe. He did. And he liked the space he got with the empty dressing well, room. Well, he himself. thought it was a deserted town backstage. <laughs> 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 but then we came out and we saw him and then we would see you guys. And you'd, yeah. you'd have this nervousness of go up and talk to him. Yeah. You know, go up and talk to Mike Maloney. Right. Pretend yeah. you know him. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't obviously because well we'd been on a show yeah. but this felt different this yeah. felt informal right. you know, this yeah. had all been yeah. kind of